Hey guys, welcome back to the Wedding Boot Camp. Um, you've got me, Quaid, and Isadora here with one of our favorite Hello. photographers and also family friend and boot camp. Well, not boot camp, but also CrossFit. You guys come out here and work out all the time as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah, when we decide well, to clean it. <laughs> honestly, Rachel's my bestie girlfriend in the States. That's what it boils down to. And we met very much rapidly after we moved in, I think. Um, we kind and, of invited ourselves over, actually. Yeah, we met in a bar and invited themselves over. And then Rachel had to work about five times harder than any other photographer we have here before I'd start recommending her because I didn't want to have like a nepotism thing going on. Um, so it took like two, three years before you first shot a wedding with us. Yeah, yeah, I did. Thanks. <laughs> but previous to that, you had also worked as my backup Kind of doing the role that Quaid had done over at various points when it was just obvious that for whatever reason that wedding needed two of me and mm -hmm. um also second shot for a whole load of photographers starting really from the very beginning i think yeah pretty much i basically live here rachel's more at home in the manor than Quaid or i are i think um well so true since you've but, been in england i'm probably here more than anybody else yeah besides grace <laughs> um so uh rachel's kind of it's uh it's very hard to not digress because we got lots of history between the three of us, but it should make for a good podcast and a very honest one because I think we know each other all very what's and ollie. Um when was your first boot camp? Did you you did boot camp last year, right? Mm. See, I was telling Quaid before I got here that every time you have boot camp, I'm either here or I've just gotten back from a trip or I'm gone on a trip. So those are really your three options in life. Yes, basically. I think I was here for last year's boot camp. I think you were here for last year's boot camp. I think the year before I was in Africa. So Rachel likes to travel, which um, I'm sure we'll get to at some point in a minute. But uh, the so uh, boot camp for those that are tuning in for the first time is a thing that we do up at Rixie Manor, where we invite our couples that are getting married in that year up to the manor to go through kind of the more practical sides of wedding planning and talk through things that might concern them or worry them, warts and all, this is not just about the, the pretty. Um, although of course the photographer's main job is to capture all the pretty. Um, <laughs> so uh, tell us a bit about your background, Rach, because I told you my background with me, but. Uh, well, my name's Rachel Patterson. I own Briarly Images. I created it probably I don't know, five, six years ago, I think. I can't even keep track now. Um, <laughs> That's about as long, how long I've been doing weddings. I travel a lot. It's probably my biggest love in life is probably travel and wildlife. It's probably my, my true love. And then recently for quarantine, I've been getting into boudoir yes. since if weddings aren't happening. If you oh, well, love your tub, you will love Rachel's yes. photos. <laughs> you've been doing, I mean, I think you're a very talented wedding photographer, but you're pretty much the only woman I would ever let me take, take photos of me in the less than clothed. I hear that a lot. <laughs> um, and you, I think, first took boudoir photos of me and a few of our other brides, what, three or four years ago now? Yeah, yeah. I was kind of practicing on you guys. And that turned out well. <laughs> yeah, very, say, very well. That's what put you on the map for me is when I saw something different, like the milk bath. Yeah. It wasn't your normal milk bath with like flowers and, you know, whites and yeah. blah, blah. it was like fruit candy, loops. fruit loops. <laughs> well, yeah. you trended on Reddit not, for the fruit, loop, what, Sunday. fruit loops one. Yeah. Oh, that was the donut one was on Reddit. Oh, was donut? I covered, I covered my friend in donuts. 
Um, it's like Lady Gaga and the meat dress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. If you guys have ideas, I will try and create them. And but that's the nice thing. You're always well. different. You're not like the plain, not plain, but the very common, <laughs> airy, oh, um, yeah. bright, you know, standard wedding photos that we're seeing all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's always different. It's very moody and it's very passionate with your photos. Oh, thank you. That's what I like. I will say that if you particularly have anything slightly alternative, whether it be a colorful wedding dress or great ink or whatever it might be, Rachel's not going to do anything to airbrush those elements of your personality, but instead do what's necessary to highlight them. Yes. Um, Give me some creativity. <laughs> not everyone can handle like the bright colors, you know, they're used to the pinks and the blushes. And oh God, I don't like those. Right. <laughs> I yeah. think uh, I need pop. Yeah, but that's what makes you stand out. That's the great part. So tell us a little bit about your packages and your pricing and budgets and stuff. Um, my packages are based on hours. So I have less hours, more hours. It really depends on the bride and the groom of like what's going on on the actual wedding day. So like, you know, not everybody needs 12 hours. Some people need six or eight because not as much is going on or they just, because, you know, some people aren't huge drinkers. So the night kind of ends sooner. And then there's people who are just like, I want to party. And I want you to be there till the end. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how I base my packages. It just depends on the bride. And kind of what do your prices range? Because brides are always interested yeah. to know what they should um, be budgeting. They start somewhere between 2,500 and go up to 4,500. And guys, just as a, those that are listening as a general guide, everyone that we're probably going to be talking to generally is what I would consider very, would be high end for kind of a Culpeper area price-wise. But if you're in a city, very much kind of lower budget. So you've got to remember that where you're getting married is, I would say that they're city versus country generally pretty average. Would that seem about right? Like, yeah, because uh, I know high friends who are in the DC area and they tell me that they charge like seven grand and I about fell over. <laughs> yeah, I think I I got, I had a DC photographer and I don't think she was, and she was great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, they're great. <laughs> great, great. But like, one of the only problems with getting in the first people to get married at the manor was I hadn't had chance to test out all the people locally that yeah. I might have used in a different <laughs> respect. Well, we talked about it with, well, I probably, no offense, Rachel, still probably wouldn't have chosen you to be my photographer because you would have been in my bridal party, but. Hey, I caught your bouquet. She was there at my wedding. That's all that matters. Yeah, my bouquet. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Killing it. Uh, <laughs> But, um, you know, we talked about this a bit with New Gen, which was like, you find gems throughout the years that you don't necessarily think you'd know straight off the bat. Like, yeah. it's not necessarily the first person on Google that yeah. you should be going with. Um, a high school student taking senior pictures for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you do a hashtag and you put it on your phone and you collect the photos that way. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. Um, so tell me, like, where do you usually see people going over budget? Is it with photography or is it with one of the other elements? I think it's a food. Like, I would imagine it's food because, like, I don't think everybody realizes, like, you know, I'll ask my brides, like, how many people they're inviting to their weddings. And when they start throwing off numbers, like, oh, somewhere between 250, 300, 350. It's like, did you know you have to feed them? <laughs> like, there's a lot of them. And you have to give them alcohol. Yeah. So I would yeah. have to say somewhere around, like, food and alcohol is probably where people start getting high mm -hmm. 
And sometimes it goes to waste. Like we see so much food that goes to waste um, that's thrown out by the catering team. And that's yeah. kind of the sad part. So yeah, or cake. Right. <laughs> yes. I have taken home a lot. Cake, cake never goes to waste at Rexiana. It's because I take it home. <laughs> we we yeah, cake never gets thrown out at Rexy Manor. There's way too many people that will uh, jump on that. Did you photograph the cake smash? For them? Yeah. Yes. That is another, like, she's always full of great ideas. So if you're a bride who, like, wants to do something different, like, she did a cake smash with Ben and Isadora. Like, usually it's, like, a baby that does the cake smash. Oh, yeah. And then I did one for my 30th birthday. That yes. Isadora photographed. <laughs> yeah, I actually photographed her cake smash for her 30th birthday. And I can yes. take tons of credit for the fact that she literally set up the whole camera and then put it in front of me and said, now you're going to hit this button. <laughs> and I still yes. technically photographed it. Yes, but for cake smashes uh, for adults, don't use fondant. No, Nora would know. <laughs> no, and whatever you do, this goes for like generally with cake smashing or smushing it in your faces on wedding days. Down, down, down the face, not up the face. Yeah, up the face ends up with it in your nostrils, and then you can never eat your wedding cake again because having tasted it through your nose, you don't like it anymore. Nope. <laughs> Just personal random hint there. Yeah. Um, all right, tell me about your approach to wedding day. We've talked about kind of your style, but like your actual hands-on boots on brown. Uh, I'm more structured. I like um, timelines for the day. I like to follow um, my own photography timeline that I build off of the venue's timeline. Um, but I ask my couples every, like, what is it they really want? Like what pictures they actually want so that I make sure that it's written down and I have it and it's going to happen. And then I put time aside for it or like certain things like those smoke bombs, like, you know, I'll tell Isadora and like, we can put it in there yeah. to make sure it happens. Cause you know, you don't remember the day of the wedding. You gotta talk about these things beforehand. Do you feel like a lot of couples bring you like the same poses and stuff off of like Pinterest and whatnot? Do you help them walk through finding like different poses and posing on the day of like photos and engagement sessions? Um, actually couples don't really send me a lot of stuff. They just kind of give me free range of what I want to do. Now, if Love they that. want something particular like smoke bombs or lights or anything of the sort, that's when we, actually talk about it. I'm like, send me what exactly you're talking about so that I can really like, create it my own way. Exactly. So, but I, I feed off my couples, like couples, those pictures, they're not really posed. I kind of put couples in a spot and they just feed off each other. Yep. And that's what I love most about it. So I don't really have to do a whole lot. I feel like you're very relaxed and you are not like abrasive like moving people all over during pictures which makes people tense up you're very yeah. relaxed with them which relaxes them at the same time and like yeah. it's natural yeah and I always make sure it's always just like the three of us because people get really uncomfortable around big crowds so if like guests are trying to come up and take pictures I just kind of ask them politely to step away until we're done because it's just it's just us right exactly. and that's you know and we just took engagement photos like a few months prior so like they're we know each other Exactly. Can you tell us a little bit about the importance of engagement photos? Because I hear way often, more often than I'd like to from brides and grooms, like, oh, I'm going to get a friend to do the engagement photos, or um, I don't need engagement photos, but can you tell me a little bit more about kind of why they're important outside of the photography itself? I think that it's important because it, the, the engagement photos happen months prior. We get to see how each other actually work in front of the camera. So they get to know me. They get to know how I do things. And we also like, we get to know each other and become more friends instead of just conversing over like, you know, the phone or uh, email or something. But 
you know, I can see how they actually are in front of the camera because some people are a lot more natural than other people. So if some people need a little bit more help, I'll know that when the wedding day comes around. But they also like, you know, I'll teach them, you know, how to dip or how to spin or things like that. And then they actually end up practicing it a lot, like before the wedding day. They tell yeah. me that all the time. They're like, we've been practicing our dip. <laughs> they, so kiss like, a dip is a very important wedding day pose for- It is. I'm like, and I always tell them, like, if you're going to do it, you got to, like, I even like take the bride and I'm just like, all right, this is how you do it. <laughs> you hold her here, don't drop her. <laughs> Hang on. Guys, I've got Griffin just come in to say hello. Let me just put him. He's uh I know that lovely little fool of mine. Um, for those that don't follow where I currently am living, which is Longlands Dartmoor, uh, you'll understand why recording without dog interruptions is a uh nightmare event. And uh and and my dogs, I have a lot of them and they're all quite clingy. Um <laughs> it is what it is. I miss um, it. Snitch shows up in quite a lot of my photos that Rachel has taken of me over the years because um, he's never far, far away from me. He's, and he always I, has that smile. He does. He's right. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. I had a bride ask if She asked if we're pet friendly. I said, absolutely. <laughs> Please bring your pets. It's one I, dog know. I know. It's uh, pets make, I mean, I think pets help. I'm going to just readjust my camera. I think pets help make the couple more relaxed as well if they're dog oh, yeah. or you get much more natural interaction and natural laughter from them when their dogs are acting yes absolutely kind of crazy everybody they, loves to love their pets they feed off the emotion like i always see like dogs like having fun and enjoying the day so mm -hmm. i think that helps the couple as well yeah and makes so. the best photos especially in the flower colors yeah the flower crowns yeah uh, i have this one photo of like during the ceremony and one of the dogs just literally sat like in the middle like directly in the middle. It's like, thank you. <laughs> oh, I remember that one. That was under the tree out back, wasn't it? Uh -huh. And he, he had a little neckerchief on. It's a really cute photo. Uh, but yeah, he did. He just positioned himself totally Perfectly. square. <laughs> totally square. So we kind of talked a little bit about your style um, of like photography, but how would you describe it? Um, I call it's bold and colorful and unique and I mean, I love color, like it, more color, the better. Like I don't work well with, I'd say pastels. Like they're just, I mean, I'll photograph them, but they're just not my favorite. I just love things that I can bring out in Photoshop. Like I just need, I need it to pop. <laughs> I can tell by your red hair. By my, yes. <laughs> it's always changing. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I had to go back to red. I missed it. <laughs> it's looking very long at the moment. It's, we're all rocking, we're all rocking like the, except for Quaid, who somehow's coming out of Corona looking more groomed than, he went in. Yeah, you got some facial hair going on under there. I, you know, life changed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, uh, more groomed than when he came in. But we haven't had hairdressers <laughs> open here since. They were open for about a month during the summer, but they've not been open since last March. Wow. So um, we definitely, Ben looks like a mountain man, like gone crazy right now. Um, oh, like the first thing I did when everything opened up, I was like, my hairstyle. She's like, you want to find me? like, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah so if you like what's the most stressful things you personally deal with on a wedding day as a photographer um I would say the family formals after the ceremony because everybody's trying to get to cocktail hour <laughs> and get their drinks I find that's the most and even for the bride and groom I find that's the most irritating part of the entire day because people just disappear like I tell them and I have to like yell at them they like come back I'm like no like 
Oh, and we tell them in the rehearsal the day before. We're like, as soon as the ceremony is done, do not go wandering. Do not disappear. You are. And it's always someone's brother. Yeah. Always someone's brother. (laughs) That's why you take the alcohol to them and they'll stay in one place. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, I'll tell my brides, like, you tell your family that they can't go anywhere. (laughs) It's like a kid with an iPad. It is. Uh, I would find that's like the just the most stressful. Besides that, everything else is fine. (laughs) I was finding find it funny when we shut the because we'll close the bar. Um, often during speeches and things like that when we when people really should be focusing on what's going on not ordering a drink at the bar plus you know the bartenders bless them work a very very long day behind that bar and it gives them a minute to actually stuff some of their own food down but when you say to people the bar's going to be closed for 15 minutes you always clock a couple of people's like look of sheer panic which i think is hilarious the idea that 15 minutes without like you know, 15 minutes of standing for photos is just not a big ask. Like, just like you can stand. handle it. If you go and do it, just <laughs> stay there for 15 minutes. It's it's not the hardest thing anyone's ever asked you to do. <laughs> um, all right. If you could change one misconception about wedding photography, what would it be? That all I do is push a button. <laughs> that is not the only thing that I do. I spend so much time with you during the entire year, talking to you, going over things, sending things to you, making sure that you understand everything. Um, but also like, you know, there's I'm there with you the entire day from like pretty much start to finish. And then afterwards, I'm sitting at my computer desk for probably like several hours every single day for quite some time. <laughs> so that's probably what I would say is like, you know, I've had people tell me they're like, they're like, you just push a button. I was like, eh. <laughs> no. no. But like your editing, it's going to take much longer because of those colors and you have to get them right. I do. Mm-hmm. And I don't outsource. I do it all myself. Exactly. And so. that's like a cost saving for the couple as well. But it also like, it gets, you get their photos back very quickly. I've noticed as well. I do. I try. I try and get them back within like a week or two. I always tell everybody about a month, but I'm always like, I got to get them back. So I, I work every day trying to get them back to you guys. Because I know you want them. So. <laughs> And that's an important point to note because I don't, most people listening to this will have never had wedding photography done. Most of the photographers now do understand the importance of social media and will get you something pretty quick, like that night or the next morning to post on Facebook. But actually to get your full gallery back, it can take a little bit of time, particularly if you're booking a wedding in October. Um, (laughs) It does matter on the time of year. If if you book me in October... It might take three weeks. (laughs) Yeah. But you do try. I mean, I know you try really hard to make sure that there's a couple of photos that they've got. Yeah, kind of Sunday. Yeah, they definitely get some sneak peeks like the day after. Because I know they want them. Like they're excited. Like, you know, the high is coming off. So like yeah. You need to keep it up. Um, how do you feel about cell phones during ceremonies? I hate them. (laughs) I hate them. I hate them. Gentlemen, you heard it here first. Unplug ceremonies every single time. Every single time. I mean, like, I have actually pushed someone out of the way trying to get in front of me with a cell phone. And he actually snapped at me. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you going to give me the photos? I was like, no, but the bride will. And you're not the one being paid. So get out of my way. Okay. <laughs> I, right. like, I will say I did not have an unplugged ceremony. I did not have an unplugged wedding. And I have yeah. never regretted it. <laughs> Some of my favorite, favorite photos were not photos that were taken by my wedding photographer and she did a great job don't get me wrong but i do appreciate i i wish that people would listen to the my feeling on unplugged ceremonies i wish people would listen to the rules i think everyone in my crowd i had a smaller wedding it was like please do not get in the photographer's way do not put your camera outside your body space 
was what I asked everyone to do. So like keep it here, not, you know, here. Um, and it worked all right, but I, uh, yeah, like keep it within your chest. If it's within your chest, like we actually Skyped my grandmother in and a couple of other people. This was before all of Zoom and everything had taken off where we couldn't live stream it necessarily. So we actually had a couple of different people getting Skyped in from England. So we had people with phones out. So I knew it was never going to be a phone free wedding, but um, I have seen the disasters that come with the yeah. phone wedding. I do have I to say though, there is a photo that you share often on social media from your wedding that I actually took with my cell phone. <laughs> and this is what I'm saying. Like, I really wish I was as clear cut on, I really wish I was as clear cut on the unplugged ceremony as everybody we interview is because everybody has the same feeling. But which one are you talking about? Uh, one where you and Ben are feeding each other cake. Yeah. Yeah, I took um, that. And like one of my, like, there's a really great photo of us up at the altar saying I do. And I like it because my dog is in the frame. Um, and it just, it was a good framed photo and my photographer hadn't got that angle. And I, you know, I liked the photo. Um, I'm not saying it was the most beautifully color corrected, highest resolution. It's not going to be the photo that I print on a mug or on a throw, but like for evoking a memory, and bringing me back to the moment, it's a it's a really good photo for that. Do you do albums? I do do albums. Yeah. I mean, looking through albums like for our couples, yeah. Ben and Isadora's wedding is in there. I mean, it's it's so pretty, but that gives our couples ideas of what the venue looks like, and also it's it's a great thing to have on your coffee table for years to come. When oh you yeah. Get children and you know go down the road and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, every time I come over here, I'm I think I still always look at the photo albums that are in there, even though I've seen them a million times. Oh, they're fab. Um, they take a while to create I mean like yeah again coming back to things that you don't know a photographer does when we put together those coffee book tables for the manor it takes me days like if not longer to pull the photos to put them in the right place to pick how it's gonna how the book's gonna unfold what's the story that I'm telling like and that's one of the things that your photographer does for you when they do a professional album it's not just it takes time. All of these things, everything we're talking about takes so much more time than people realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I make the albums. I put them all together. I send the proof to them to make sure that they approve of it. And then I send them album covers to be like, all right, what kind do you want? <laughs> yeah. And then it rushes back to me actually pretty quickly. Another layer that you added boudoir yes. that a lot of people don't think about because you do engagement, you do boudoir usually, um, the wedding, and then uh, anything else. Sometimes Bridal like, portraits. Bridal what? portraits. Yep, yeah, bridal, bridal portraits, portraits uh, maternity. Um, that's, yeah, that's about it, I think. I mean, you've, you've been with like Jess and Peter, like half our couples, you've taken everything from engagement photos to naked photos to pregnancy photos to baby photos to first birthday part. I mean, oh yeah, like, Actually, you're in I, their life. Yeah, I know I had a couple who like, won my bride and groom from a few years ago, they just had a baby. And they knew I didn't do newborn, but they asked me to do it anyway. And I was kind of, since I knew them, I was like, all right, since I love you, let me tell you I'm not a newborn photographer, but I love you. Yeah. And that comes so across in the way. photos. Huh? Um, yeah, that comes across in the photos. Do you want to say hello to Rachel and Quaid? Is it Ben? Hi. Um, uh, that was my mountain man. 
who I think was seeing whether I want to take the dogs. Um, so yeah, tell me about uh, bridal portraits and what they are and what's the benefits of that. Um, I like bridal portraits because you get, I mean, like I'll take bridal portraits of you on the day of the wedding, but it doesn't last as long. Um, it doesn't get as creative. Um, not surrounded by people. Yeah, you're not surrounded by people because, oh God, when you take bridal portraits around people, like everybody's like right there with you. <laughs> yeah. So it's more of like, it's just one-on-one -on -one time. It's nice. We can get more creative. I can bring in my backdrops. I can bring in more equipment, more studio stuff. And, cause, and I'll do it here at the manor. Mm. Like I have no issues with just bringing it all over. Right. It's also and, a test run of the whole look. Oh yeah. Yeah, because if you don't like something, you'll, you'll know <laughs> beforehand. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of couples doing engagement photos here and whatnot, um, but you know so many great photo locations, but mm -hmm. you'll also travel oh, yeah. to different, you know, unique spots because you're an amazing wildlife photographer, so Shenandoah. Yeah, um, I actually send my couples, when we talk about engagement photos, I actually send the entire list of all sorts of ideas of like parks, skyline, you know, your venue, wineries, breweries, like Africa, like, the Maldives, uh, Antarctica. Um, anywhere that they yeah, will let you know. travel, you will go. <laughs> yes, I will travel. If it's unique, I will get there. Roll well, I mean, that brings us to what is one of the things you want to try? Yeah. Oh, God. What do I want to try? I want to try everything. Um, <laughs> That's me at the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try that too. Um, I, I want to do more destination photography that's what I would probably enjoy like I want to go on mountaintops and I want to put you on a cliff and I want to like suspend you from somewhere and I want to try underwater photography I've always wanted to put a bride in water that sounds fun um I've always wanted to take a couple like I mean this one sounds like photographers have done this but I want to take a picture of couples in the rain like later in the day at nighttime but I'm lucky enough not to have rain on wedding days oh yeah quite doesn't know this but Rachel's blessed oh. with dry weddings I am Great. So every bride will be booking Rachel to sign the contract now. Yes, you won't have rain. <laughs> you've never years. had you've never had bad weather on one of your wedding days up at the manor, have you? No, I don't think I have. And it I did. It happened when like the reception's happening. Yeah. All the good photos are taken. There you go. That's like, perfect. Yeah. But you would also make it really cool if it rained. I do. I, I have ideas. Yeah. I have some ideas, like some snow phones and some lights and some colors. And <laughs> sorry, we'll set up a sprinkler next time. <laughs> yeah, that is actually a thing in the photography world. There is a, a setup. <laughs> I, I discovered that at a convention. <laughs> wow. You have to have quite a brave bride who's like, I actively want to go out and water on my wedding day. Like, yeah, it doesn't happen too often. <laughs> or that they laugh about it. Yeah. And you see it in the photos. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Or they're too drunk by that moment. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. So what's your weather plan? Like, you know, you have so much uh, expensive equipment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how do you ensure if it does rain, you know, that your couple gets those photos and the, or the memory cards taken care of and whatnot? Uh, well, my uh, camera has a rain jacket. Love it. Yes, adorable. <laughs> um, I also have a rain jacket. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the clear umbrellas. Like I have a lot of those. I keep them on standby. Um, I also like to use like certain types of cover, like trees or underneath the the porch light or something like that. I just find places and it will work. I will make it work. You might get a little sprinkle, but not nothing that would be detrimental. And I feel like you grab the couple if the rain lets up for like five seconds you grab them like let's go outside sunset. oh yeah I will warn them ahead of time be like if this happens I'm grabbing you even if you haven't been fed yet we're going outside <laughs> and they do they'll come immediately and I've like even like during rainbows that happen for like 
you know, five minutes, like get outside now. <laughs> yeah, we're real polite in those moments, aren't we all? None of us are like, oh, bridegroom, would you mind please? It's like, nope, drop it nope. out. Why don't you be like rainbow and they just run? <laughs> I, yeah. Um, I think Laura the other day talked about a bride asking to put sunset photos back. The yeah. Other day. Right. What? What? <laughs> and then she I realized, was... she's like, oh no, uh, I just said that. <laughs> yeah. No, I tell everybody, it's like, light will not wait for you. When it's gone, it's gone. Sorry. Yeah. But you know what? You get stupid on your wedding day. It's a normal thing. Yeah. Once you tell them, though, they're like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're like, oh, that was, that was blonde. Okay. Carrying on. <laughs> what do you, what, like if you have an emergency on their wedding day, what are your backup plans? Um, well, I would literally have to be dead to not come to your wedding. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like I have plenty of photographer friends that I can call on, like, you know, and I always have a second shooter. So probably they would turn into first shooter and then I'd probably call in a backup. Um, but overall, like I'm the one still editing them at the end of the day. So yeah. they'll still have my style. I'll just be editing somebody else's photos. Tell us what a second shooter does. You bring second shooters with you? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Tell us what a second shooter is. Uh, my second shooter is a person who is sometimes my pack mule. And um, they're the ones who kind of take pictures with the guys while I'm with the girls. And they, they take all the other side images that I'm not getting like say if you're having you don't want to do a first look like I am zoned in on that guy like when you're walking down that aisle and my second shooter is the one taking pictures of the bride as she's walking down yeah. or like when I'm with the bride and groom during cocktail hour my second shooter is at cocktail hour like they just do the things when I like in places where I can't be where two people can't be at one time exactly you know it's those moments when uh you know the bride turns around and you don't notice it and yeah. that remember that shot's gone but somebody else got it yeah you know it's the same with videography yeah um, exactly and so you work you work with nick a lot i'm sure uh, in, yeah sometimes yeah yeah so yeah. how do you work with the videographers like is it difficult or not difficult but um do you work together do you you know kind of do separate times um no when we're together um when I find out there's a videographer there you know we introduce ourselves and I kind of ask them how they do things and I'm very respectful of them because I know they have a job to do just as well as I do and we both understand that so like I'll be taking pictures of things and then like you know I'll leave like the setup there be like all right you can do what you need to do or like you can go first and I'll go right after it doesn't matter like we're just very um kind about our times with each other and we just kind of stay out of each other's way yeah <laughs> we ask like what we're doing like what kind of lights are you using this or that where are you standing <laughs> so do you work with nate with a lot of like uplighting and things i love working with nate yeah oh, he's my favorite he always asks me about my up like about his uplighting if it's gonna bother me i was like no more uplighting the better come on <laughs> your ballroom photos are great so definitely do uplighting with nate if that comes down to the question oh yeah i yeah he also i just discovered over the summer he has like this Nate to the DJ thing that pops up. And I've been trying to capture it now. <laughs> it keeps disappearing before I can. Well, you, so. Nate's, uh, this is not at Roxy Manor, but we're not just here about what we do. But one of Nate's favorite photos is where you took it because he'd lit the tent. Yeah. And it's like, that was our very first photo together, uh, wedding together ever. We both almost died of heat exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, but the pictures are amazing. They were uh, great, <laughs> but we both were dying that day. <laughs> And that's all that matters. The pictures are amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he loves that picture. Like it's a long, it's like a wide angle, almost like full picture of the tent and mm -hmm. it's just rainbow colors and it's totally what you and Nate do together. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think you took one of the manor as well, where the roof was lit one way and the ballroom was lit another way, and yeah, um, that we use quite a lot. Uh, lighting's cool. Mm -hmm. Lighting's fun. <laughs> uh, okay, if you had to pick like one thing that you thought was craziest at a wedding, like what's the craziest wedding story you have? Because we all get asked it. Everybody in the wedding industry gets asked it. No, I I don't think I have one. Like that's the problem. Like I wish I had one, but I hear like other people's stories that are crazy. Or and I'm like, I, this, when you leave. Huh? you'll remember when you leave. No, I thought about this like last night. I was like trying to think. I was just like, I don't think I've actually had anything crazy, crazy happen. I always hear about everybody else's stories and it's not fair. Well, Rachel's <laughs> other half is a bartender for us and he will yes, be joining story. us on another podcast. <laughs> and I think that most of that podcast will, will get to this question for the boys that bartend for us. And then Quaid and I'll just leave the room and we'll come back a couple of hours later and they'll still be telling stories. Yeah. And the funny thing is he's always at the weddings I'm at and I'm just like, well, where was I when this happened? <laughs> Working while he yeah. was feeding them yeah. drinks. <laughs> <It's not fair>. <laughs> <laughs> what's the favorite bits that you love for all the right moments like the right reasons um uh you mentioned smoke bombs oh i did yes sorry <laughs> um yeah smoke bombs smoke bombs was that was probably like one of my favorite days that was and they had all the christmas stuff so it was like a christmas wedding with smoke bombs and there's christmas trees and there were lights like everything just came into play and it was really really fun and they gave me artistic freedom <laughs> but looking at that photo it's so dramatic and um honestly i could see it in like a pride you know magazine or mm -hmm. advertisement but yeah it was, it was beautiful we're trying to get rainbow smoke bombs to go off at the right time with a whole yeah. bridal party in front of the manor and no one else in the picture because photo bombing is something that photographers have to deal with a lot um, yeah, but I was like, I was like yelling at everybody before and I was just like, there's only 90 seconds in each and one of these. I was like, do not like jump around anywhere. Someone like one of the brothers did lose his face. I was like, and I was like yelling, I was like, stay four, four, <laughs> stay together. <laughs> By the way, if anyone thinks that a wedding photographer doesn't have to be kind of bossy, that like, do not pick a wedding photographer that you think is a pushover because you will not get any photos because you have to have a wedding photographer that will stand up to that aunt or the brother or whoever else it is and like politely yes politely politely like that's really key but politely tell them that you work for the bride and groom and in this moment you outrank them do you ever get grooms who show up and like surprise outfits for the bride and how do you like prepare the bride for this yeah that's happened to me yeah really no that's happening i'm I, like really disappointed <laughs> i had a groom show up in full like western wear and like guns and everything and didn't tell the bride so oh, <laughs> it was very yeah. it was very somebody funny. bring me that yeah. <laughs> didn't you do the wedding where the groom refused to tuck his shirt in no that was not me i oh, heard about oh. it though <laughs> that was like that was like everybody everyone was just like it's your wedding day like it was a casual wedding don't get me wrong like this was not like a suited booted it was like a summer garden kind of casual small i think maybe 20 people wedding like it was a kind of somewhere between a wedding and an elopement um which is apparently what we all specialize in now but this was before we all specialized in this and he would not tuck his i'm shirt in and even his mother was like be respectful and he just 
it's just it ruined every single photo i'm sorry and like i'm all for the fact that expressionism but that was just stubborn yeah well then you have to photoshop like if a groomsman's making a funny face every single photo you're editing their face out of it like i have switched faces before it takes, long, it takes longer to get the pictures back. And, uh, and like yeah. to get them in the right moment because they also have to be like at the same angle. Like you can't like one can't be zoomed in one far. I like it has to be literally exactly the same. I have totally switched faces before. Well, <laughs> it takes a while. It being like this is to for wedding parties and we'll probably talk about it when we talk about a wedding, a wedding party episode. Please don't try and be the funny one. Like in wedding in wedding photos, don't try and be the funny one. You're just the irritating one. To so the bride, the groom, who've got much better things to do than, like they're not finding it funny that you keep doing a stupid pose every time the camera clicks or yeah. uh, you've decided to undo your trousers and bend over or whatever it might be. You're not funny, you're just irritating. Yeah, I always tell people that like, my party is I'm just like, all right, we have to take the nice photo first. <laughs> then you can do whatever, but nice photo first. <laughs> Everybody seems to understand that majority of the time. <laughs> yeah, it's like children in kindergarten. Yeah. It's like single file line. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll get a recess. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we talked a bit about this with Nate from New Gen, which was sexism and issues like that. Um, and he was saying that obviously being a man taking photos and videography can sometimes be a little harder because you can't be up quite up in the bride in the same way that you would be like as a girl like you're in often in the room as the bride strips naked and then gets dressed again everybody naked <laughs> yeah obviously i know the day that ben found out i think i came in one day and said this bride was got the most fantastic fake boobs i was like they're the like the best fake boobs i've ever seen and he was like oh how many fake boobs have you seen i was like well i mean i see six to ten women naked every week like yeah you do the math and he i mean i think it gave him a heart attack i don't think he'd realized that when me and rachel are in the room with them doing a wedding like it, there's no time for modesty yeah i mean we do have we do have the changing room so if people want to go get like discreetly changed but a lot of our brides understand that on the day it's just a <laughs> drop yeah. it and go yeah um, but he, he was on the AC and the floor. <laughs> yeah, like you just can't be modest at that moment. You're yeah. like whatever. <laughs> Which makes it easier, but also there are some challenges. I think when you have female second shooters in the boys' cottage, and like I know that, like on a very realistic basis, if brides and grooms could give their groomsmen a little like, or their guests a little lecture on like appropriate drunk behavior with your photographer, like I know you've had some issues with it. Well, I second have... shooters more than you. Well. When I was a second shooter and I'd have to go take pictures of the men, because usually my second shooter is a male <laughs> for this yeah. reason, but I have seen plenty of men in their boxers. They just drop their pants. They, yeah. I'm just like, I'm always like, don't mind me. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but then they can get a little gropey at the end of the night. I do remember that one wedding where we were, um, where sometimes the groomsmen can get a little full on. Weren't you there? Yeah. I, by the way, have had a wedding where the, women got a little full on and I had to stop the bartenders getting groped by some of the female uh members but, I heard that. <laughs> uh, uh yeah I mean you know they're cute it, it boosts their confidence <laughs> yeah don't get me wrong but like I do think it's an interesting conundrum with photographers as to whether you should have men and wh where you should have 
like you had like you said you've often got a male second shooter now because it makes that a little easier it does so but i do think that um male bridal parties uh i mean male <laughs> groomsmen um they listen better to women than they do men that's probably true because i think we're scarier <laughs> No, I'm serious. Yeah. They're like, what do I do with my hands? I know, like Chris will come back to me sometimes. You just like, well, I was like, how did it go? They're like, well, they don't really want to listen. I was like, you have to be stern with them. <laughs> Chris is a phenomenal second shooter for Rachel, who works a lot for you, right? Oh yeah, and everybody loves him. Chris yeah, he's great. he's great, local oh, guy. He's so talented. He yeah. is very talented. Very artsy. Yeah, he's very. Oh talented. yeah, if you follow his actual Instagram, like. He does great wedding photos, don't get me wrong, but what his passion is, is a whole different not wedding. Yeah, you wouldn't expect it, especially well, meeting him, because he's just so nice. Yeah. But I feel like I see boyfriends, husbands, fiancés become second shooters because of the need for a groomsman. Yeah. Uh, or photographer for the groomsman, because you go in there and you just feel like one of the one of the guys. Yeah. And that's when you get those relaxed photos, not mm-hmm. awkward photos. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think Chris is my husband. <laughs> <laughs> some people like guests have tried to take my camera from me and they're like go dance with your husband we'll take pictures of you it's like Aww. okay Aww. <laughs> photos. yeah i know i <laughs> love how nice guests are at weddings they're always yeah. like generally they are so like the number of times people are, will check with me whether i've eaten like at a wedding oh, yeah. my guests will be like did you guys get some food and you're yeah. like yeah no definitely did thank you but it's so sweet when people are like kind back mm-hmm. yeah and they appreciate that which is nice yeah trust me if you're wet if you're nice to your wedding vendors it means like because we know that on the wedding day we hopefully slip into the background a little bit but like uh, and actually we're not there to be thanked and appreciated we're there to do a job and like you've got bigger fish to fry than worrying about us on the day but on the odd occasion where someone does turn around it really makes such a difference to be like Thank yeah. you. You're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite part of the wedding day? The reception, the dancing portion when everybody's drinking. <laughs> That's my favorite part because I don't know. There's this like happy little moment, like you know, when you first when you first start dancing, everybody's not really drunk yet, and then there's that middle portion where everybody is just like feeling really good, and you see all these personalities, and I get all these really fun candid shots of people just having so much fun, and it's great. And then. Later on, you get the really, really drunk ones that people don't usually see. Usually only I see those. And then I laugh at them and I delete them. <laughs> or they're in the photo booth. Or they're <laughs> in the photo booth. Yeah. Or, they're in, or they're in Rachel's, like, she has, just so you know, Quaid, she has, like, a file of, like, embarrassing vendor photos. I do. <laughs> it's behind the scenes show photos. You need, like, a blooper. So we'll put that at the end of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe we'll do that. We've. I, I think I'm going to edit, like, different stuff in at the end of each YouTube one that goes out so maybe we'll do your some of your vendor bloopers i've got years worth <laughs> sparkler exits yes sparkler exits ah hmm. they're fun i like sparkler exits a lot i my biggest fear though is setting the bride on fire huh. i've not it's heard fun. that one yet <laughs> well she has hairspray <laughs> like very true and you know drunk people usually sparkler exits like I like the fake ones when like everybody like before everybody's drunk because I've seen them happen when people are drunk and they're just doing this and it yeah. freaks me out like I get so uncomfortable so I, like I always tell my brides I was like do a fake sparkler exit like um right after speeches I think that's usually what yeah usually that's when we do them something like that because no one's really drunk yet 
So then it's safer. And then like, it doesn't tell your guests that they need to immediately leave. It's just like, sparkle exit, get back inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, people don't realize it's a stage thing, but also so many vendors have burned shirts that they throw away from sparklers yeah and other guests being like attacking the vendors <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah exactly also everyone always for some reason thinks it's a really appropriate time for their child to play with a sparkler for the first time and i'm like this is not the time to teach them about fireworks like yeah yeah it's just not have that lesson at home uh not when i have to go get them an ice pop so that they can wrap their hands around something cold when you've handed them something really hot yeah um <laughs> stupid so stupid fun. drunk people so um, kids at the wedding gay or nay no <laughs> i knew that answer <laughs> i will say that this is one where i also to tend to mostly agree on i mean i don't mind like you know a flower girl a little ring there that's totally cool and everything and maybe if you give them a babysitter like upstairs but yeah. i think a wedding day is just like you're I don't think you want to be it's like a good little date night for like parents to go yeah. out and like you know they're getting dressed up and they're doing their hair and their makeup and they're getting some food and they can dance with their partner instead of watching their child yeah. like yeah. children are great and everything it's a party so yeah it's a party and I think it's you're more distracted by making sure your child doesn't get injured <laughs> or spill anything on the dance floor right so I just don't think it's I I just don't think children should really be at weddings unless it's like a flower girl or a ring bearer and then they have a babysitter yeah no i totally agree i think kids are in the ceremony like walking down the aisle cutest thing in the world oh yeah Cer- pre pre photos where the bride is like sitting down and talking to the kid and like that's yes. one of my favorite wedding photos is me like chatting with my little like two-year-old flower girl but yeah like pretty much as soon as the bar opens k- kids should go home mm-hmm. i agree um, or we just huddle them into our library and there's a lot of toys <laughs> yeah there's yeah. all that get grayson to babysit them and she can yes. let them out at appropriate moments like you know, like daycare. Yeah. We'll just have Caleb do a training on children at weddings. Yes. That's great. <laughs> Caleb's a Caleb's a wedding expert. Yes. Um, all right. Should we do some quick fire questions? Yeah. One second. Um, let me get to them. Hold on. Okay. I think I would remember them by now, but it's fine. That's no, fine. We just make them up as we go along as well. As with everything, we kind of have a plan, but with weddings, it's always good to be flexible. Yeah. <laughs> you start. Great. Favorite wedding colors? Anything colorful, but I love the color wine because I love wine. <laughs> this is very true. And your hair is wine and your Marauders. My is hair is wine. All the Merlot has been seeping out. So if you want to gift Rachel anything for a great photographer, wine. Yeah, I am never disappointed by that gift. <laughs> All right. Favorite wedding trend? Trend? Uh, I like people who throw a little bit of personality into their weddings. I think I like that one. Like, you know, because most people, they do... They think they're supposed to do this one certain thing and they don't throw anything else in there. Um, like I had a bride last year. She, I liked her personality that's thrown into it. So we both had a love of Pokemon and her, the thing that she had her ring berry carry was a Pokeball. Aww. I don't think I had, I had so much fun photographing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like when people bring in the dragons and the mascots. That like is the, so much fun. Yeah. Yes. Except one got way too close to my face. <laughs> you, I mean, man. it should be, it's your wedding, not everyone's wedding. Throw your personality in there. You don't have to listen to everybody. It's your story, not your Pinterest. Yeah. 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 And honestly, you are interesting. You brides and grooms are interesting enough. They can actually throw like they don't like do what interests you because that's what interests other people around you. That's what brought you all together. Mm -hmm. And if grandma hates it, she'll be fine. She's happy to see you two in love. 
Like that's what it boils down to. Even I remember. Yeah. What's your favorite wedding tradition? True. I don't actually have one. I like people oh. who break tradition. So. Okay. Least favorite wedding tradition. Uh, the the um garter toss. Can't stand it. I hate that thing so much. Oh. Nobody wants some creepy drunk dude putting something on your leg. Yeah, I'm I'm with Rachel 100% on that one. I was I was a guest at a wedding a few months ago and I caught the bouquet. Surprise, surprise. Um oh Rachel's but, by the way a magic bouquet catcher. She's like caught 12 in a row now or something. I have like I think that one was like 14. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm just not I, I can catch really well. I don't know. But anyway. And she's then, still not engaged. Boyfriend off camera. The crew in the back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ten years next month. Um, but this drunk guy, he like caught the garter and he started putting up my leg. And like, you know, you kind of think they'll stop about here. Mm. All the way. And he wasn't stopping. I I hit him with my bouquet. I like beat him with it. He's like, get off of me. <laughs> Was that a video? Um, there's a picture of it. Okay, perfect. It's the thing that makes my skin crawl. And we talked with Nate about it because he said he quite likes that, like the Gata bouquet stuff. And he knows how much I hate it. Like, I feel viscerally like dirty yeah. just thinking about it. Yeah, and it's sweaty and you're sweaty and blah. Yeah. And he's sweaty. And you don't um, know him. Thank God Corona's gonna kill that one. Um, it, it's a dying tradition I have noticed in weddings. Like a lot of, it's not, Yeah. like brides will wear their garters, but they're like, no, I'm not tossing it. No. It's the money. Yeah. Give that bouquet away to the couple that's been married longer, celebrate love, yeah. not single them. That one is cute. That's a cute one. <laughs> yeah. I saw a cool one where the they had rope or string tied and they had to cut each string. The bride was like blindly cutting it and then it swung to the last string and like that's who got the bouquet. That was in Thailand. I thought it was fun, different. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's like a pinata. Yeah. You pull the strings. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> that is that sounds strong. Drunk bride with a pair of scissors and blindfolded though. Um, uh, she had her head turned around, but I I see where you're thinking. <laughs> I want to see photos of it though. I haven't ever heard of that. We should. Yeah, I know. It okay. was on TikTok. I mean, of where we all are now. Uh huh. Go follow Rixie Manor at TikTok. But yeah, it was on TikTok that I found it under wedding trends. Hmm. Okay. All right. I will go. I will go look. <laughs> All right. Uh, we did kids at weddings and that was a firm nay. Um, <laughs> worst thing to spend money on? I think wedding favors. No, nobody takes them home. Yeah. I, no take, one. I take a bunch of them home. I have so many wedding favors that I just don't really want. <laughs> Although for that reason, I do like it when the favor is alcohol or chocolates because then I my alcohol and chocolate supply gets stocked up. Yes, yes, I do like the alcohol. But I mean, like, you know, most people will forget those favors and you'll just be stuck with a whole bunch of them. Our car like park is filled. Well, those are good. Yep, I like those because guests use them in the middle of the night during the reception and then they take them home with them. And I've had bottle openers on my keychains for years now. That's a good point. Yeah, I just good. like walking through the car park the morning after the wedding on Sunday, because what you see is obviously you can see where every passenger door was because like on the floor in front of the passenger door is whatever favor they decided they didn't want to take home. So like a succulent yeah. or a whatever. And you yeah. can just like walk around the car park on Sunday morning and pick up all the wedding favors that got ditched. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Rather right. find favors than people. Yeah. <laughs> 
Clyde, you're up. Oh, sorry. I'm, you know, doing a great job here, guys. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite wedding song as a photographer? Nope. I have a least favorite wedding song. Oh, let's hear it. All the single ladies. Um, <laughs> it's been play. It's been overplayed so many times. We got guys. We got to find a new song for okay. the gospel, please. <laughs> a wedding you will never forget. Um, a wedding I'll never forget. Probably the smoke bomb one. Actually, I kind of always go back to to that one. It was just so much fun, and it was like. What happened 2019 yeah and that was like my last wedding of the entire year and I was like this is the best way ever to end this wedding but well and it was cool because Scotty and Kevin were left the country and moved to Amsterdam like yes and keep inviting me over I love it <laughs> I know love gotta love COVID we're all separated but like they moved to Amsterdam like immediately afterwards so it was also kind of this really cool like I always think weddings are fun when you're celebrating not that not celebrating marriage is really important, but a lot of our couples have been together for a long time. So they've got a lot more to celebrate other than just getting married. They've yeah. got kids, they've got new houses, new jobs, new opportunities. So it's great when there's a wedding that is celebrating kind of the life of them together, not just. <laughs> Guys, for those not watching on YouTube, I keep air quoting around the word just, because obviously there is nothing just about getting married, but you know. It's cool when there's other stuff of all your couples because they had like non-traditional suits, like really great patterns, different colors. So mm -hmm. that's your, I mean, that's your clientele. Some people are always different and doing different things with you. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, they did. They, they gave me that artistic freedom that I really wanted. And he mm -hmm. like, um, Scotty was co constantly, um, or Kevin, Kevin was constantly sending me, um, pictures of how they wanted things. He sent me a Pinterest <laughs> board. He, we had a shared album on my iPhone. Like we had everything. We were always talking. <laughs> He's like, He's like, this is what I want. I'm like, all right, let's do this. And like, whenever they had a meeting here, since I lived down the road, I always showed up at the meetings and be like, all right. Well, they also, doing? they met us and booked us because they'd come to a wedding as a guest. Actually, yes. So. That actually, they had their friend. I was a second shooter for this one couple that I love very much. And then two of their separate friends both booked me the following year. So like, by the time I got to Scotty and Kevin's wedding, I had the other two couples there and I got to like watch all three of them like on the dance floor like together. I was like, oh, these are all my couples. I love them. <laughs> yeah, so, so Scotty and Kevin had a really like almost better than anyone else. Although I will say that we've had quite, we've had probably in 2019, I think we had three couples that had already been to weddings previously with us, um, which is a huge compliment, but it does also mean that they totally understand how the weekend's going to go. So Scotty and Kevin knew they weren't overwhelmed by it because they already knew how it was going to go. So they could plan a lot more of those details. They were, they were definitely getting into the nitty gritty of it, like of the photography poses and how they wanted to do it, not just big picture stuff because they'd yeah. seen the big picture. So now yeah. they knew how they wanted to make it about them. And it's pretty funny because like when I first met them, I remember them asking me questions as guests and I didn't realize at the time that that was basically being interviewed. <laughs> well, so I think it was Scotty came to me drunk on the Saturday night and said, we're going to get married here next year. And I went, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh -huh. what they said. And like, Kevin was like, he loves Christmas. We're going to do a big Christmas wedding and it's going to be fabulous. And I was like, mm-hmm. Sure it is. You guys are wonderful. I am so excited about that. Now go to bed. Um, <laughs> and then the next morning they came down for breakfast and sat down at the table and the first thing they said was to the bride and groom like would you have any issues if we because I think that's a polite thing to do and they were like hell no well 
can we have a room for the weekend? Can we come back? And, and they were like, yeah, absolutely. You're going to be in the wedding party. Like, you'll be here for the weekend. And then they turned to me and said, yeah, all right, so we're in. Yeah. And, then and I, I honestly thought they were just drunk and <laughs> And they're from DC originally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, in, in in being in DC the past few years, I hear Rixie Manor pop up all the time because it's so close to DC. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not your normal city wedding. Like this is a getaway outside of the city. Um, working in a DC busy venue, like it's totally different here and so much more relaxing for the couple. I think it is because like you don't have to worry about cleaning up and leaving. <laughs> And vendors, couples and vendors. It's so. I mean, much eventually, easier. guys, you do have to clean up and leave. Well, like, yes, but I mean, like you know, when you're like so drunk, <laughs> just whistling with you. It's just yeah, like I, mean, <laughs> uh, I don't think it was you. I think it might have been Michelle Lieb came back one morning because she'd left the lens or something with us, and she came in for breakfast, and I had like breakfast, you know, there's orange juice and whatever, and then there's like a 500 bottle of ibuprofen on the middle of the dining table, and she's like, literally, this sums your wedding venue up in a nutshell. Like you serve your ibuprofen along with your coffee. I was like, I know our market. Like they didn't yeah. have to go home. There was no reason for them to hold back. Yeah. Is it always everybody's mom at like all weddings? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> That's one of the nicer things people call me. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what would be your dream wedding to work at? Mm, my dream wedding? Uh... Anything destination, honestly, which actually I have one at the end of the year. I get to photograph a wedding in Mexico. <laughs> oh, that's well, cool. I know, beach excited. wedding? Huh? Yeah, beach wedding. Well, I paid for my, my week-long stay. <laughs> so do you need an assistant? <laughs> well. Because <laughs> Dora, I need to take off work. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, wait, did it? Uh, no, if you need an assistant, because Quaid's now doing my job, so um, I'm available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's all go to Mexico. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. destination, honestly. <laughs> um, all right. And then last one. Uh, okay. What am I missing? Favorite um, wedding season? I would say either spring or fall because I like cooler weather. Please don't get married in the summer. It sucks. <laughs> but we have AC. So if you do get married in the summer, we'll keep you cool enough. Well, there's that part. But I mean, like outside. Oh, God, I melt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you melt, actually. And, the guys and you're lugging all that camera equipment. How many cameras do you carry on you? I carry two. Mm -hmm. And my second shooter carries two. Nice. <laughs> so there's about four cameras going around. So many angles. So many yeah. angles, so many different lenses. So I'm constantly like running back to my bag, changing them during certain parts of the day. And what do you shoot on? Just for anyone that's interested. Nikon. Uh, I have the new mirrorless Z7 and I have a D850 Nikon. So She's a Nikon. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> How many weddings have you done? More than I can count. I don't know. I've actually never counted them. It would take me some time, <laughs> but quite a quite a lot. A lot here. <laughs> and our last question is. So what is? <laughs> uh oh, you set me up <laughs> yeah, for this one. <laughs> I did. I did set you up for this one. <laughs> so what is the key to marriage? Take notes. Oh, key to marriage. <laughs> Communication. Using that today. Communication, which we have fantastic <laughs> communications. Okay. Um, I would say, yeah, communication and trust. I mean, once, because like when communication goes out the window, then trust goes out the window and you can't, you need both to stable you. So that's, that's what right. I would say. I mean, I've been in a relationship for 10 years and I'm pretty sure it only works because uh, we have fantastic communication. We talk about literally everything. If there's an issue, don't wait, just talk about it. 
Hey, do you want to tell them? Do you want to tell them how long you and James have kind of been together? <laughs> we have. <a laughs> Just so that you know, she may not be married, but when she's giving you this advice, it is yes. coming from a very a place of deep understanding of what it takes to make a relationship work. Yes. Do you want the whole story? <laughs> Go on, give it to us. It's sweet. All I'm right. Finish with a lovely thing. Okay. Okay. James and I, we first met when I was six years old. His dad was my t-ball coach and we used to fight with each other. We didn't like each other. He'd, I'd stick my tongue out at him and he'd tell me to shut up. So we used to fight. And then we didn't see each other for quite some time. Um, and then we met again at the baseball field again when I was about 11. And this stupid little kid was throwing bottle caps at me. So I beat him up. And then the very next day I saw him again and he asked to kiss me. So he was the first boy I ever kissed. Aww. No, I'm that same dugout that we used to fight at when we were children. And then I decided we were uh, dating and then I decided I didn't like him. So I broke up with them and then we remained best friends all through high school. And then after I broke up with one of my boyfriends, I needed a place to live. James had just bought a house. So we became roommates and yeah, roommates room. Well, we were officially roommates for a little while. <laughs> um, you tried, <laughs> we did. We tried. We tried. And then um, we started dating like eight months later, but he asked me out about four times and I kept telling him no. And then he gave me these two adorable little puppies. So I finally decided to agree to be his girlfriend. And that was 10 years ago. I totally think that bribing your girlfriend with two puppies is entirely the way you should. Yeah. I think cement that relationship. Yeah. And I think the funniest thing about our relationship is, uh, when we were friends in high school, we like, whenever we were in a relationship, our significant others didn't like us. So we told all of Culpepper and Rappahannock County that we were cousins. So when we started living together again, we brought that lie back until we had a Halloween party and, uh, someone found us making out in a corner and they're like, wait a minute, you guys are cousins. You can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why people in the rural areas of Virginia have a bad reputation. Yes. So I had to make a Facebook announcement saying that we were never cousins. We were never cousins, guys, okay? Not cousins. (laughs) See, that's what Facebook is great for, assuring people that there is nothing wrong with your relationship. Yes. <laughs> I will never forget the day of being in Target and I walk past and I'm like, who are these two adults fighting in the middle of the aisle? And I go back and I'm videoing, like thinking it's somebody like crazy and it's James and Rachel kicking each other in the frozen goods section. Which then like, you which then you sent to me um, and was totally unsurprising. Um, That's just how we are in public. <laughs> I know, nothing has changed since they were six years old. Yep. <laughs> um, and anyway. It's uh, it's been lovely talking to you, Rachel. I know I miss you. I miss you too. Yeah. I told Quaid, by the way, that now with Quaid. <laughs> I know. Well, I told Quaid that since I've moved him into our house, um, if the raccoon comes to visit, he's got to sing at it. Uh, yeah. Colors of the wind, All just like you suggest, whenever the raccoon comes to visit. Yes. Well, I've got Pocahontas outfit in the closet and ready to go. He's ready to go, <laughs> all on your suggestion. But we oh, will be there soon. On. This is like the longest face-to-face time Rachel and I have spent with each other in over a year now i know not quite a year it'll be a year in two weeks yeah what was that it'll be a year in two weeks oh 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 it hurts (laughs) i know all right but it was wonderful talking to you and we will speak again very soon and thank you for joining us and as always rate review subscribe guys um and find us somewhere we haven't decided where yet but you will be able to find out where we are and tell us what you think 
Um, yeah. And we'll also have a list, once we do get this set up, we'll also have a list of all our vendors that have talked with us. So you'll be able to track them down yourselves. Um, all right, bye. Bye, bye guys. Bye.